Welcome back to the Forever DMs. It's uh, your current Dungeon Master of the Rotating Dungeon Master podcast, Cam here, uh, launching us right into this chaos that's about to ensue. Uh, I am, of course, the Chaos Captain, in charge of all chaotic endeavors uh, in this the Western Hemisphere, at least. Uh, Eastern, not so much. It's too much for me. Yeah, you kind of set your boundary somewhere. It's, you know, good for proper working, healthy work environment. That's right. Yeah. You gotta, and, you gotta separate work life. And who wants to Eastern anyway? Their toilets flush backwards. That's weird. It's true. Isn't that bidets? Summer? No, that, that, yeah. that's across the prime meridian, which is the vertical one. I, I thought it was across the equator. The, yeah. No, that no, that's that's the reversal of the seasons. Oh right. <laughs> the hemispheres you swap toilet directions is very different. Yeah. Anyway, what's going on, guys? Uh, I'm just gonna insert my my introduction here and gonna tell you guys that i aspire to be uh mr rogers in a bloodstained shirt um in this upcoming <laughs> session so mm. yeah eli here yeah posing as a fred man fred kind of is like mr rogers kind of is kind of is just you should have a sweater on yeah yeah you know i thought about that but you know then i have to go through copyright and everything and that's it's just underneath like a... all your armor it's it's in oh, there. Yeah. it's just it's under your <laughs> oh. shell actually it grew first Ooh, it's under my shell so it's a part of my soul is that what you're saying oh god yeah. Yeah. oh wow you hate it you're cold-blooded hey. roger's first name fred yeah. um hold on oh it might be Wait. actually hey that rogers there you go <laughs> oh no are you serious fred's last fred name wow <laughs> um all right <laughs> I never really went over what Fred's last name is. That may or may not be an Easter egg. We'll see. I, I I thought he was just one of those people who had a mono name, like Prince or Seer. Cher. Rogers or Fred, you mean. Yeah. <laughs> the turtle formerly known as Fred. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Back from Snurch, I'm Evan. Hi. Oh my God. We Did said you... I would, so I have to. I'm morally God, obligated. Did you snarp in your snife? <laughs> I, I only have a snagger. Uh, that so, sounds. I should not. I feel like I shouldn't be saying that one. No, that felt bad. Yeah, like, uh, orally to listen to that felt bad. Yeah, I wasn't uh, a big fan of that one. Yeah. yeah, keep it in the eye sockets, all right? Ooh, <laughs> sockets for your eyes? What are you? Some kind of fucking Locks, loser? My bad. My bad. <laughs> and uh, I am the imaginary friend that you forgot about, but never forgot about you, Tom. Oh, <laughs> you. Sad. The both of you went, oh, I just went, Ugh. that's creepy. <laughs> I'm still watching. I'm still here. You From beyond the imagination barrier. The imagination barrier. Yeah. Oh, God. Everything you've ever imagined is like just surrounding your consciousness at all time. Yeah. <laughs> that's There'd terrible. be hundreds of me in different outfits just watching me right now. <laughs> yeah. It'd just be oh, filling the room. It's yeah. like, what should I wear today? And like every time you've asked that question, it's like five of you. So it's just so many Evans. It, it's the parallel universe theorem, but it's the it's just all the same universe. And they're just stuck in the imagination. Uh, yeah. So every time I'm like, what cereal should I have? Non-branded cereal or non-branded cereal? Uh, there's the me that eats it. And then the imagination me who's quietly eating a bowl of cereal in the corner of the room watching me. Oh, man. That's cute. Cute. Great adjective. <laughs> I'm here all night. Mm. Well, the rest of us aren't, so we should get this going. Anybody want to do Ouch. a recap of last episode? I think, Tom, you're the last one to go. Yes, I gave the last one. So oh, God. We've got two to pick from here. Oh, God. Um, oh, we, are we popcorning it this time? 
I mean, I mean, we could be. Uh, you want you want to like double team it, Evan? I, we could do that. That is not what I meant. Nope. No, oh, Lord above. Good oh, night, no. everyone. You do that? Oh God, no. <laughs> oh God, yeah, hard shut that one down. Uh, right. You sound like so, you want to do it, so someone better start I doing mean, it right I, now. I, I am, I am actually kind of excited to do this one. So I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll pick up the microphone here. Um, so what I remember is there was a whole eulogy at the world tree to this poor soul um who, whose arm you were going a little going. too far back that was hold on hold on let me just oh yep. god all right yep. just rack my brain a little bit we can't spend more time um, in our strong so this is yes. what it's like to not have an episode log to reference to oh god there it is all right i do so um yeah i wonder how on. the uh, I'm paper mancer is doing Oh, all right. Here we go. I'm good now. <laughs> Stop <Okay>. looking at me. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, we end up ending the the fight, um, and everything's okay after being made honorary crewmates on, um, oh god, here we go, Bago's ship. And I got, I got that. And then we eventually came into view of what we learned was all of the cloud cities and each one was i believe referenced one through nine um and we specifically saw number nine right correct me if i'm wrong you guys are currently in the center one yes it should be number nine got it okay cool this is the biggest one and we learned that the the clouds themselves don't exactly rain so the trees come up from the really small planet in order to get the water and thus create the reason to make the cities around the tree to grow the trees and yada 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 and then we eventually land at a dock and i have a note about it but i don't have the wherewithal to bring it up in all of the next two milliseconds which dock it was named which number and we came upon a beautiful hellscape um that was you know for lack of a better word interesting and also intricate there was just a whole lot of a whole lot of you know dystopian ideas and we were walking and all of a sudden some guy offs themselves as we're walking and that was just disturbing and also like enlightening to what's actually happening and then we come across the dock master or maybe i did that out of order because we saw the Doc Master first, and then we started walking oh, through good. the city. You're good. You're yeah. good. Nice. And then um, Doc Master was clearly overworked. He had a whole bunch of stuff. And then um, we had a time in the uh, stalls that we were going through eventually coming. It was called Straight Bussins. Straight Bussins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nondescript large poultry was Straight yep. Bussin. It was Straight Bussin. We, we, ha- we talked about some awesome ideas while we got some amazing street food and I just keep thinking about this chicken and I can't stop thinking about this chicken. <laughs> it's really good. It's, it's a good chicken. This is maybe the most derailed intro we've ever had. Everyone's I, a little tired and there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then, um, yeah, that we talked about, uh, being curious about the surface of, of the planet and then also, you know, who, who's right, who's wrong. And then we also got some guidance on the fact that there is ways to get into the corporation via some trials. Uh, and that's where we are now after going to the barracks for the evening, I believe. Did I miss anything? Yeah. I don't think uh, I did. You got, you got the big things. You got pretty much all the things you got to uh, get through there. 
you you guys did end up at the barracks that night, and we are going to be picking stuff up the morning afterwards. So, uh, you guys all wake up the following morning uh, after your first real night here um, to uh, the sound of several soothing chimes that are ringing throughout the tower. Uh, you hear like the chime go off eight times to what you can only assume is a citywide wake-up call for 8 a.m. You see other people in the barracks gathering gear and putting on uniforms. Several of them crack open a few cans that are labeled breakfast in a can, brought to you by Piercer Corp. Uh, you can also see just like a wide variety of strange people getting ready for today's tournament uh, as they're exiting the barracks and heading right to the bloody arena uh, that you guys were given directions to the night prior. So, Which, uh, if memory serves, is right near the orgy pit. I do have it right here that even from here, you can hear the sounds of the orgy pit, um, no. which is directly across from it. It is gross, very yeah. gross. Oh. Uh, what a good sound night's right. rest it must have been with the sounds of uh, echoing through the air. Well, it wasn't really going flesh. off. Like, you couldn't really hear it until the door was opened. And now uh, that the door is open to the barracks and people are, like, leaving, that's when it's kind of, like, starting to come in there. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a little uh, weird they don't have a soundproof pit. You'd think uh, they'd have, like, a tarp or something they could throw over it. You're right, like a, like a good, proper sex tarp. <laughs> you always need one. You always need it's a the, good sex. It's tool. the most versatile tool you can ever have. Exactly. See this hippo dude next to you guys who's like putting on this like musketeer uniform and a monocle. Just kind of goes, mm, well, they uh, they usually have the tarp up only in uh, private events. Otherwise, it's good advertising. <laughs> mm. Mm, yes, nothing gets me in the move like the sound of wet slapping flesh. That's the spirit. And he like slaps you in the shoulder. Oh, God, you know, I, I really don't think that, you know, it should be advertised all that much. You know, maybe they should, you know, go go talk to some some higher being, you know, like just it doesn't seem, you know, like it's okay for the mind, you know, just to be open about it. I just, you know, it's my, it's I mean, my personal opinion, you know, that's Fred, but don't don't be a Karen about it. All right. Well, I'm not being a Karen. This is just my opinion, you know, right. Like no, you're I'm allowed not... to do whatever. I just disagree right. with them. That's fair, yeah, but I mean, you know, don't go coupling the managers all. No, no, I won't, you know. This is their and, choice. And it's like, I'm going to be, this is a, a bit harsh for you, Fred, but it's like, honestly, if it's too much, there's nobody who's, like, nobody who would be hurt by this is not already being hurt by something else, because there's most definitely child labor. Oh, yeah. Almost oh, definitely. 100%. Oh, like, oh, any, no. anyone who would not know what is going on in that pit is in a mine somewhere. Um, okay. You know, maybe we should just leave this one alone, you know? It's, yeah. It's, it's, you guys have noticed there were, there were no children when you guys were watching, like, walking around. There was literally zero children. Oh, well. They're either somewhere getting forcefully educated or manual laboring. So let's go fight people in a pit. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. That pit is all... Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's look, yeah, there's definitely a mosh section in that pit. Like look. A some people are weird. Section in the orgy pits? Yeah. <laughs> there's definitely someone who's into it. Um all right, I'm just gonna be over there, guys. It's it's you know walking. It, it's the yeah. horizontal tango at full speed. Uh let's go let's go to the fight pit. <laughs> all right. So with that said, you guys make your way over to the uh, Colosseum directly across. Um, you see that this uh, Colosseum is uh, metallic and its architecture is more modern in nature than a classical uh, Roman style uh, Colosseum. 
the arena looks more like a reflective half sphere erupting from the ground. Uh, you notice that um, as you guys are approaching it, you guys are actually pretty relatively close to the tree at the center of the tower as well. You guys can get a little bit better of a look than you've had before. Um, if anyone wants to roll me like a perception check. You know, normally I, I abstain from these, but I'll actually participate this time. I should have abstained. Should have made me look cooler. <laughs> yep, that's a seven. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I seem to be uh, a little bit more keen on things right now. And um, that's a... Uh... That's a 18 on perception. 18, okay. As he says that in character. (laughs) Fred, what are you talking about? (laughs) I don't know. Someone, like, kind of interrupted my mind for a second. It was kind of weird, you know? (laughs) Uh, So, Fred, you are the one that really notices stuff going on with the tree. You two are more focused on getting into the arena as it's a little bit... um, But as you kind of, like, look out towards the tree, you see that uh, the tree is pretty heavily guarded. You see, like, turrets set up, like, guns um, around the area that have the tree in the center, uh, as well as, like, guards that are constantly patrolling. Um, about, like, 15 feet away from it, uh, towards, like, the barrier where uh, it's, like, an open space where the tree grows out of, you do see that there is, like, a collection of people that seem to be some form of tourists. They are all in Hawaiian shirts. Uh, and they are all taking Polaroid pictures and murmuring between each other, um, just like pointing and taking pictures of the tree. Uh, you see, like some of them are doing, like you know, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, where like you put your fingers up and you it's like you're like squeezing the tower with like perception. You know what I'm talking about? A of lot course. of them are doing that with the tree. Um, some of them are doing it with like their nose and a branch. It it looks fun. Um, and you also get this like sensation of a very familiar feeling from this tree it does feel like the same sensation you have while you are on Yggdrasil kind of this lack of perception of time almost like this sort of radiating power from this tree Um, and there's a tablet that you can spot that's kind of like a little bit larger uh, and it has the words fragment of the universe and it says gifted by anonymous donor uh, written on the tablet um, and people are kind of like murmuring, taking pictures, pointing at it, uh, all, all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, that's kind of all you get with that 18. Got it. Hey, hey, everybody. There, it looks like there's some kind of commotion going on over there. Maybe maybe we should like, you know, go check it out. I, I don't know. What do you think? Are we in a bit of a time crunch? Like, are we going to be late? Like, is there a specific time we have to check in by? Well, I, I actually don't remember that much, but there is something else that I need to tell you. You know, I, I there's this, there's, it's like a, I don't know, I don't know. It's like a, it's like if you were getting stared at by a cat and you were feeling their anger, you know, and like you could feel that their presence was there, but you just didn't know where they were coming from. You know, like it's, that's the kind of feeling and it's like the world tree. But it's this tree. So what you're saying is this tree is a cat. Um, I got out of it. <laughs> I mean, this tree is a cat. Yeah, I guess I, I'm kind of saying that. Yeah, I, I'm. I understand. I think what you're saying is something feels something feels about this tree to you, and I well, can't think yeah. of an adjective to put in that spot. Uh huh. That's exactly it. Yeah. Okay. Well, for now, let's go to the arena since we don't know if we have a time limit. 
and we can go right. check it out afterwards. Did the Dark Master give us any kind of notes or anything like that? I mean, I it, I didn't take it. No, I, I um I kind of just left it on the table, you know? I figure we kind of, like, stumble through the dark until we find something, you know? Right, that's right. No, my name is Ballister Downspout. That's right. Yeah. Oh, we had, yeah, we gave him registrations, but he didn't give us anything for us to hold. I think we were just put mm-hmm. into the system. Yeah, yeah, you know, having your last name is Cookie, you know, it's, it's kind of nice. It's just me, you know, Fred Cookie. That That's a very fitting name for you, Fred. Mm. But, uh, yeah, maybe, I mean, it does warrant, I mean, there's definitely a lot of parallels between the tree here and the tree we came from but i think for now we should try to focus on the task at hand and well i mean would it hurt to peek is all i mean if we just take a quick look and then be back on our merry way well i mean i'm 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 on board with that you know if we just get closer maybe it'll feel like it's an angrier cat i don't know you know <laughs> i mean i'm not too keen to go pet an angry kitty is all but all right i mean ash i'm i'm thinking maybe we should check i mean we are here to do something about the time stream yeah and if this tree has some connection possibly to our great weird wibbly wobbly timey wimey tree then perhaps there's a connection there real quick uh cam we were not the only people in the barracks right no you you did see a lot of what seemed to be competitors and stuff so are there other people presumably our competitors walking towards the arena around us yes there are i just like can i just like walk up to one and go like hey when do we have to check in by uh, sure. Go ahead. Roll me a D four. So three. Three. Uh, you walk up to this um Githyanki. He, they've got like a giant long sword on their back, like bastard sword, you know, anime style. Um, and uh, you see they're they're dressed up in a, a breastplate, and he just turns to you. He goes, uh, "What was that? You looking uh, looking for privateer stuff?" Yeah, for the going to the fight pit. Uh, what time do we need to be checked in by? Is there like a a limit? Do we need to be at like? Is it like by noon? Do we have time? Uh, you should probably do it as soon as possible. Okay. I mean, it's not going to start for a while, but you got to get. There's a lot of paperwork. Oh, that that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I'd assumed. All right, thanks, man. Have yeah. have a good one out there. Yeah, I'll kill you out there. Hey, uh, you will try. Yep. And he just starts walking into the arena. I'll waddle. I'll, yeah, I'll waddle back to the other two. So I'm all for looking at the tree. There's a lot to deal with in the arena, and it's better earlier than not. I'd ra- I would rather we go there first, uh, mm. personally, just because I doubt we'll miss it. But it's like some kind of advantage, getting extra time to like look at our competitors and figure out plans and plot stuff based on what's going on. We still haven't even decided if we're going to do the teams or solos, right? Mm. Point. I mean, it would make sense for us to guess do team, right? I mean, then again, that just make more folks for us to go up against simultaneously but well it's i guess it's a question of our abilities do we have the like do any of us have the ability to deal damage to multiple people at once Mm. well you see that's that's my my problem you know i um i uh i don't hurt people i heal people so if i was to go alone you know it would just be me and 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 um my shell, you know, and 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 my physical thing that I hit stuff with, you know. And... Yeah, and your your big glowing hammer. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that, that thing. Yeah, especially that mm-hmm. thing. Did you forget yeah. about that thing? No, I didn't forget. God, I mean, I'm just, just checking because you know, I'm just double checking because you know, out of sight, out of mind is all. So, <laughs> well, it only took all of my energy to summon it here. God, all of your energy. Well, that. Well, yeah, that's why I was sitting down when you found me back on the tree um to your question ash i don't really 
I more scare people than anything. Um, mm. I do the weird spooky things. It's kind of my whole shtick. Um, but you know, I'm pretty proficient with hitting things pretty hard. Well, it sounds. I I normally am better in a one on one, but it sounds like the two of you are saying that you'll be better in a group setting. So let's go teams. I'll yeah, just... that's definitely what I've been indirectly trying to tell you. Yeah, and I'll just let people punch me in the face while you two do stuff. Okay. I mean, we had a pretty good thing going last time. Yeah. It's just I don't know how often we're going to be able to throw Fred around like a cannonball. But... I do have catapult, but I think Fred weighs I a little bit more than five pounds. Might be a little too big for that ride. Yeah. I don't know. I could. He could go into his shell, and I could use catapult to grab his head inside the shell and just spin him. And then one of us can kick him. I mean, you see Alistair try to flex, and like nothing happens. One like... one of me could kick him. <laughs> right, mostly that. I mean, I'm just go. dying over here. <laughs> you just. I mean, if you need, I mean, I could do some weird ghosty shit with him. I mean. The point of the matter is, I don't think we should take the time to go to the tree just yet. I yeah, think there, there's right. nothing that will be an immediate rush for us after we're done with the tournament. So I think that should be our priority right now. Well, I mean, right now it does seem more like a tourist destination, but eh, I mean, yeah, it's just cool. I mean, this just seems like, you know, like, you know, doing this the whole arenas. arena fight. It seems like it'd be a good um, cultural experience. Ooh, <laughs> I'd love to learn about the people here. Right, I'm pretty sure they're all terrible, but oh, for sure, well, for sure, cup half full. You know, you gotta look on the bright side. You know, I'm sure they'll they're lovely folks. I'm sure that dude who catapulted himself off the side of the city, uh, yeah, last night was a pretty cool, dude. He probably was. You know, it's just the system coming down on him pretty hard. You know, there's a lot of um social and economic problems that could stem from inadequate objects kind of just being thrown at people and as well as you know the ideas of systemic problems happening from on high. So you know uh I tend to understand a thing or two when it comes to you know people being happy or sad. And then when people are actually happy they're really nice. So it's it's just you know a side thing. See Alistair's eyes have just fully glazed over and he's just saying a little song to himself. <laughs> I didn't take you for an anarchist. I'm curious to see how deep your knowledge of that goes. Well, you know, it's just a part of life. Yeah, well, not now. We can let's let's go fight people. All right, right that I heard. You're right. Let's go. <laughs> so with that, you guys make your way into the arena. Um, at this point, you guys do see it is like a classical, almost like lion pit esque, you know, Roman type uh, setup. Um, the benches are all made of steel uh, that surround the stadium. Um, you see that there is uh, an announcer box that is like hovering midair in the center. Um, and people are like already taking their seats. You see people are like on like phones. Uh, not that you guys would know what that is, but you see people are like on their phones, like talking to people. Um, you see that like others are like coming in, drinking their breakfast in a can and just kind of like tossing it. And like these robots are going around just collecting trash from the air. Um, it seems. It seems like it's it's like a pretty normal setup as far as entertainment goes. Uh, people are here very casually, um, but you do see that there there is like a group of fans for some person. You don't know who they are. Uh, they have like you know like when you have your sports team written out over everyone's torso uh, in paint. They have that written on themselves. It just says Joko uh, with an exclamation point at the end. So there's five of them uh, and. It's just like five super fans that are just like cheering, even though nothing's going on yet. Um, and you see a collection of maybe like 20 different people uh, are all kind of just 
discussing stuff. Some are like sitting on the side brandishing weapons um, until you hear overhead uh, the announcer uh, comes up. You see that this announcer is a uh, lizard folk. Um, they seem to be like purple and greenish. They have different scales of different shades. Uh, and in very obvious wig, like extreme, this is like maybe not on <laughs> properly. Um, like bright blonde Karen cut? Yes. Bright nice. blonde bob cut wig. Um, Fantastic. It, it doesn't even go like below their like jowls. It's it just gets cut like right halfway through their mouth. Um, um, DM and, before you start uh, talking, yes. um, where did we enter from? Was it like a, a stairway? Like I entered from the top level and I'm yeah. going down into the pit, or is there like a entrance? So you like guys, gate you up? guys were already on the ground level. You guys enter through like this large doorway that you see a lot of people entering from. Most of like most people once they enter here are going up staircases, whereas the competitors that you have seen are going straight in um, into, like, the center of the stadium. So you okay, guys are going, so like, straight through, tunnel. no stairs, okay. like a little tunnel. Got your, it. Your, I was your standard Colosseum. 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 Yeah. Nice. Colloquial Colosseum. Uh, Props to the fans who get that reference. I don't get it, but I'll go with it. Yeah. Uh, and so the host comes up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 58th Privateer Exams. I'm your host, Gaga, of the Designated Announcer Delegation. And joining me today is Executive Manager of the Executive Manager Committee, Bob Jones. Uh, and you see, like, the most Caucasian male you've ever seen. Um, <laughs> in a student tie, black and white, like, just, it's, it, the, their haircut is, like, brunette, very straight, like, laid back with gel. Um, their mustache, just just like a proper mustache, not too fancy, but not like you know, it's well groomed. Um, and you see, he speaks into a microphone and goes, "Hey, Gaga, glad to be here at today's event, representing the greatest division in Piercer Corp since the sliced bread division." Uh, and Gaga replies, "Glad to hear it, Bob. Today's contestants are looking pretty unique, from what I can see from up here." I'm sure this is going to be a fantastic event. And of course, this event is sponsored by Piercer Corp Sponsorship Specialization Program. When you want an event sponsored, choose PCSS to put on a rockin' show. You see, like, the crowd, like, there's, like, a giant applause that, like, lights up in the sky. And so the whole crowd just starts <laughs> clapping. Um, and well, that's, a, that's quite the show. Yeah, you, you see, are all we not supposed to do that, too? Clapping. Some I, people are looking at you for not clapping. Um, I, I look like, back. I just fucking <laughs> dead eye them. People, people oh. are a little concerned. Uh, right. <laughs> so you hear uh, Bob speaks up. He goes, "So Gaga, how is today? Effectively going to work?" I ask quizzically, uh, and Gaga responds. <laughs> Gaga responds, so glad you asked that pre-written question, Bob. Today's exam will be broken up into... I think I just made Tom do a spit take. It was. Almost. Today's exam will be broken up into two different categories that any members can choose from. The first will be a tournament of one-on-one -on -one fighting brackets to fight your opponent uh, until they're KO'd, dead, or they give up. Bob, wow, that sounds entirely against normal safety protocol. Uh... 
It, in fact, isn't, Bob. Due to the underhanded tactics of terrorists our future privateers will be up against, we must make sure that any new privateers are up to the challenge. Of course, this also means you don't need to win even one battle so long as you can prove yourselves to our select judge committee of privateer captains. You see, like, three people stand up. One of them is Bago in the stands, and they just wave oh. to everybody. Another oh, applause lights up. There we go. Uh, I, I, yeah, Abago very obviously winks at your direction. I, uh, I do. I do applaud for Bago. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then Fred also uh, openly yells out, you know, oh my and, God. And, and and points. Yeah, that man sponsored us. I uh, that's not harsh how that works. elbow right into Fred's arm. That's just straight up not how that works, Fred. <laughs> Ooh, well, you know, I, I, in spirit, you Fred. know. The thing, the thing you're doing with your mouth. Uh, you need you nobody picks up on this it. because the round of applause is too human. Uh, I've rolled just to make sure. Just smile, <laughs> smile and wave, Fred. Smile and wave. Smile and oh. wave. Maybe clap when the sky says to. Oh, is, is there? Is there like? Oh, okay, I can do that. Have this cookie. Watch your so, fingers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah your fingers right still actively bandaged from the night before. <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> I did definitely take some of the extra cookies. I just have them in like a little pouch. I'm gonna toss them. There's in so and, many like, extra treats. cookies left over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that a cookie? Oh my God! Mm -hmm. no. Uh, and so uh, they speak up again, Gaga. And don't forget, the winner of the tournament, the one-on-one -on -one tournament that is, will receive a ship directly from Piercer Corp, as well as a two-minute and twenty-four-second meeting with the founder directly. Uh, oh. You hear the crowd, like, no applause goes on. Everyone's just like, oh, like, there's a huge, like, gasp. Like, people are very shocked here. I look to the sky. How am I supposed to react? Uh, there's one on the ground for you guys, uh, right in the dirt. that just kind of, like, lights up every now and then. Um, Bob goes, holy cow, what a prize pool. Well, what's the secondary challenge, I ask quizzically again. Thanks for asking that pre-written question yet again, Bob. You're doing great. I'm sure you're going to get a raise for this. The second challenge is a team-based event where contestants will take to the skies above the arena fighting in a ship-on-ship -ship battle. The goal of the battle is to secure as much cargo in one minute as possible while keeping your ship afloat. The ships have illusion-based cannons that will simulate damage to one another, and the cargo will be worth a variety of points based on what is conjured inside. It's quite the spectacle. The winners of that challenge will collectively be given a ship to command, as well as a personalized cameo from the board of directors. You hear another uh, applause. It doesn't seem people are as shocked by this, uh, as opposed to the direct meeting of the founder. Hmm. Uh, Fred, Fred, um, Fred is very skeptical of illusions here. Hmm. Very fair. Hmm. I mean, hmm. we might have to huddle up after this. This is hmm. information. I mean, either way, if we win, we get a ship. But, you know, it's just... Board of directors or founder? I mean, who's, I guess, from the reactions that were broadcast in the sky, I mean, I feel like one of them has more of clout than the other. It also, yeah. I will I will remind you, it did say specifically that it was a cameo rather than like, um, like a meeting with the board of directors, uh, whereas the winner of the one-on-one -on -one tournament actually will get a meeting directly with the founder, like physically. Gotcha. So kind of like, yeah, gotcha. So it's like, congratulations to the winners, Fred. Ash, yeah, Alistair. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, what, what is that app? The fucking... No. Cameo. Yeah, oh yeah, Cameo. Yeah, literally it's Cameo. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, uh, they speak up. Uh, Sounds fantastic, Gaga. When will the challenges start? Well, our first contestants... Uh, first, our contestants are going to have to meet with 
referendum, the Warforged ref of the match, decide between the two challenges. Uh, and you see that on like a pedestal with like smoke coming off. Uh, you see a Warforged in like painted white and black stripes the entire body uh, up and down um, with a whistle that is like extends out of their chest, um, just starts waving robotically to the crowd and another applause lights up as people start clapping for them. There's one dude in the stands. <laughs> yeah, you hear, you hear there are some coughs in the stands as they're like clapping. Um, I guess there's like something going around. Uh, and so with that said, uh, you see that the announcers go, all right, we're going to leave this up to our contestants now to go ahead and sign up. They have about 20 minutes to sign up for their event, and then we're going to get started, folks. So get in your seats, get some popcorn, get some drinks, and make sure you have your breakfast in a candy if you haven't already, because we're going to get things to going. Uh, and with that, you see some contestants are starting to line up to talk to the referee. Just before they start to move and um, the crowd, like just before the crowd starts to like do things, Fred is like going to scan it to see, you know, who seems to be a little bit more confident standing, uh, who seems to be a little bit more shrouded in, you know, like a fog, uh, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Sure. Go ahead. Give me a perception check. Um. All right. DM, that's going to be a... 22. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, then I will. Fred, don't mess around. Fred is not messing around today. Fred is, because you had cookies last night, so you're you're buffed. Yeah, man. Focus. Yeah, hyper focus from the cookies. Um, You see, like, as you're scanning the crowd, you see, like, a VIP section Um, with, it seems to be a single dragonborn in a gold suit uh, with um a like dark like so dark of a uh, black tie that it eats the light around it so the gold that reflects off of it kind of just absorbs the light and makes it less shiny um you see that the dragonborn themselves is a black dragonborn as well uh their scales are extremely polished um as if like they bathe in like liquid gold itself like it's it is so shiny um and you see that they are like on a little tablet device as they're like looking out in the crowd and they make eye contact with you as you make eye contact with them. And he he just looks at you for a second, then continues on his tablet. Yeah, the, the eyes definitely narrow during that confrontation. Yeah, his his eyes narrow, but like, you know, uh, vertically, because that's how nice, <laughs> nice. Mm, right. Uh, so where do we stand then? I mean. Either way, if we win, we get a ship, but it's either a pre-recorded message or, you know, an actual meeting with a living person, presumably. Mm. Yeah, there, there there also seems to be this dragonborn over there. You know, he seems kind of confident. I, I think, you know, if, if we end up facing anybody, he would be one of the ones to look out for. You do see he's in the stance, just so you know. Right. He's, he's, like, in the VIP section. He's not a contestant today. He's watching. Mm. Yeah, no, it, it'd be... I mean, that'd be wild to think that he would just jump down the middle of the fight from his VIP section and into the arena. Well, I mean, it's plausible, but I'm not, I mean, I don't think very likely. I mean, you know, I, I just happen to know a thing or two, and when you talk about something, it usually tends to happen. So, you know, I, just, I, I feel like you just condemned us to uh, some some horrible happenings. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time is all. Mm. Oh, no. So, right, anyway, point at hand. Are we soloing or team deathmatch? Hmm. I will say, just so you have my input, I could not give less of a shit. I'll be fine either way. It's up to you two to decide, since you were the main advocates for doing the group, if having the experience of the group is worth 
this what you think is a prize. I mean, again, either way we get a ship. So, I mean, it's just last time we were on a ship. I mean, granted, last time we also threw Fred at the enemy. So versus this time around, I don't know if we can pull the same kind of stunt is all. Um, I mean, I could, you know, use my spooky words to make them give us their cargo. That might work. Well, that's, a, that's an interesting idea. Um, I mean, personally, uh, yeah, that was definitely a, a one-time thing. Um, I was definitely um, flying by the seat of my um, turtle shell, and um, it, it didn't it didn't feel good after I landed. Um, but it was okay. You know, we, we went out in the end. But, you know, maybe maybe I'm thinking about it. it I, we, we do solos. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about it because it's kind of bringing back some memories um, um i mean fred it's all right i mean it's because you still have us you know cheering you on one way or the other well okay yeah so i mean you're not really alone alone you're just out there on the arena field alone is all right you know a solo fight not not a team deathmatch but sure sure you know, you know, we're with you, know. you in, in in spirit both literally and figuratively oh. and also just be off to the side actually cheering you on right and like you know, my words have clout. Oh, all right. Um, well, that makes me feel a lot better. Um, yeah, I I advocate for the solos. All right. Yeah. No, that that seems doable, right? Maybe. I mean, again, we don't necessarily have to win. We just have to look good while doing it. Hmm. Um. Yeah. I I can I can be showy. I've done that before. Yeah, you can definitely be showy. You're right. It's this is what we call a uh, dog and pony show. The both of you are very showy. I'm a I'm a little bit more cold blooded murder, but I have some explosive stuff. We'll be fine. Right, and I mean, worst case, I mean, I got I got light as a cantrip. <laughs> <laughs> I can make you glow, make you oh, yeah, more I... flashy, literally. Oh, I don't need you. I could do this, and I'll just like reach down and grab like a rock off the floor, and just use fucking magical tinkering, and just throw like a bright neon pink rock into the air that does like a little. Uh, like a little firework wheeze as it spirals into the air. I could just do that and just catch right. it as it comes okay, down. See, that's actually a lot cooler than the one I did, so... Mm. Yeah, and I'll just pass the rock to Bone, and you guys will just, for over the, as long as this scene continues, you will just hear weep, 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 as Bone <laughs> smacks it back and forth across my shoulder. <laughs> right, so yeah, now, let, oh let's, let's do solos. We'll talk to Referendum. Speaking mm. of, hold on, can we backtrack a second? The, the announcer's organization is straight up called Dad. Yeah, I was one extra letter in there, and they, the, the reptile would have been Gaga of Dada. <laughs> and I was a little disappointed. Right, okay. Well, I mean, certainly know how to tease us. <laughs> right, it, all right. So I'm, I'm glad no, I'm so glad other people caught that is all. So, yeah. right. Uh, referendum, all right? Or something like that. The, the, the stripey one. Yeah. All right. So you guys approach. Uh, he's referendum. Referendum. Yeah. Hmm. Don't know how I feel about that. Hmm. Seems like he's <laughs> ream us over the coals if we're not okay. Right, exactly that. So you guys are, you get online and you, you wait your turn to go up to referendum. Uh, Who's in front of me, DM? Who is in front of you? Uh, yeah. You see um, a very, like, feminine-featured, hyper-fabulous, ripped man in front of you. Um, he's got, like, this beautiful makeup on. You see that he's just flexing the whole time while staring at the five people in the stands who are fawning over him that have his name written out on their torso. Oh, uh, it does not take it. more than a five insight to know that this is Joko. 
Um, yes, it is a reference. <laughs> so, so the the muscles are they bulging? Oh, they they're bulging. This guy, this like guy's uncomfortably cut. so. Yeah, okay. uncomfortably, uncomfortably cut. His facial features are ultra defined, chiseled, chiseled. <laughs> um, Fred's Fred's gonna stir the pot and uh, poke the the guy in front of him. Just be like, "Hey, man, um, are you excited about today?" You see, he turns around and does a pose as uh, you get his attention, and he goes, "Ha! Am I excited for today? <laughs> what an understatement that would be! I today get to show the glory of these chiseled pecs." And he starts just like doing that bouncing thing with his pecs. Oh, good grief. Wow. That, um, that's, oh. that's, that's some good pecs you got there, man. Nice show, Good muscle. pecs. Another underestimation of my skills. Ha! He just oh, yeah? flexes them harder. So, right. like, I'm just gonna stand here. So, then. like, if, if, if I'm underestimating your skills, you know, I feel like I need to be demonstrated how I don't need to have them underestimated. You know what I mean? Well, you sign up for the one-on-one -on -one tournament, and you'll see just how domineering I can be. I don't oh. like that word in this context, with you being shirtless. <laughs> he, he's got booty shorts on, too. Like, jeans <laughs> booty shorts. Uh, he's, got, he's got, like, the jorts that are cut so yeah. short, you can see the pockets hanging out the yeah, bottom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very nice. tight on him. You know what? Never mind, <laughs> I rescind that statement. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll see you in the arena. And then, um, under Fred's breath, he goes, damn, he was kind of smart. I feel like I feel like his level of muscle and attitude was referential to something, and I don't understand. <laughs> right, like I said, uh, I'm just gonna stand here and just good grief is all. Yeah, I don't. Mm. <laughs> weep, 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 weep. <laughs> you see, some people are getting annoyed by it behind you, like just whispering, like, "What is this guy? Is that?" It's not um, gonna stop. <laughs> sorry. Uh, quick question, Joko, is it? Uh, your yes. your eye makeup. What is the, What's that color called? Starlight Platinum. Uh, how did you know? Uh, no, it's it's a uh, no. It's it's a good color. It's a nice color. It compliments you a lot. Is all. Most colors do. Mm, right, right. Like what is it? That other one. It's from that same line, right? With Hermit Purple. <laughs> what the beautiful nonsense! <laughs> I gotta ask, right. man. How's high school? Bizarre going? line. Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah, that's what I thought. Same line, right? It's, yeah, yeah. All right. No, cool. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah, I'm quite partial to Silver Chariot myself, but it's all. Well, this matches the blood of my enemies the best. Mm, right, yeah. Starlight Platinum would do that, I suppose. I have never met anyone who bleeds platinum. I mean, I mean, no, me, me either. Um, right. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so eventually he signed up his, <laughs> his tournament, walks off. Uh, Fred, you would be first since he was directly in front of you. Uh, <laughs> the referendum looks at you goes, Greetings, contestant. Please state your designation and desired challenge of entry. Well, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, 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 a pretend uh, sailor, um, a, 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 officially, I, I believe. Uh, my name is Fred Cookie. And I I would love to participate in the the singles challenge because I'm single. Comprehended. <laughs> he he nods at you uh, solemnly. Harsh life, friend. Yeah, but you know it's okay. I understand people's feelings a lot better because I have a lot more interactions with other people. Please go over in this direction, and he points over towards uh, <laughs> a group of people that are like all huddled around like this arsenal of weapons. You mm, shall be okay. bracket. Fred's going to go over and um, kind of stand against, a, for lack of a better term, a, a metaphorical wall. You know, kind of like 
away from everything but still a part of the group just mm-hmm. to get like a full visual of like everything so you know if something is to be snuck if something is to be seen i i will see it uh you just or see like a lot of tension kind of around like the contestants around here right um, yeah that's <laughs> you get the feeling that you know uh m- if you either pass this or you fail like and it's not something you can retake right so people here are very tense uh in the situation so you get like there's not much chatter going on you do see there's this little goblin that has a backpack on and like just like very like cute clothes a little bow tie and he's trying to make conversation with people like hey hey you hey and he's like pulling at the gift yonkey's like pants and the gift yonkey just kind of like slaps him away and walks uh oh man how oh, oh, these guys are ever gonna be my friends uh and you see he like kind of kicks a rock yeah. Uh, uh, the line continues to move. Alistair, I assume you give the same response. Right, yeah, no. Ballister downspout. Registered. And I'm also doing the solo challenge, but unlike my friend here, I'm actually spoken for. Oh, good for you. You see that he gets a little bit, like, passive-aggressive. I mean, he's also in a bit of a coma, so, like, you know, can't win them all. He, he, he kind of, if a Warforge could blush, uh, kind of blushes <laughs> a little bit. My apologies. Sorry, it's a sore subject. It's no, it's it's quite alright. I mean, he was, and I mean, we'll talk about it later. Uh, over that sure. way, then, is it? That way, yes. He gestures over to the same area, um, and then finally, yeah. Ash. Uh, Ash solos. Wife's dead. Walk away. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he goes. All right. <laughs> just. Like, <laughs> You see, you can, like, just make out, like, his hand is on the clipboard just long enough to write wife's dead as like, a <laughs> note in your name. Um, and you make your way over to the solos. Uh, at this point, let me go ahead and roll up something real quick here. Uh, Ballister. Uh-huh. Uh, this little goblin comes up to you and starts pulling on your pant leg and goes, Hey, hey, you! Yeah, what's up? Hi there. Hi. Hey, hey, uh, I'm Freaks. It's nice to meet you. Freaks, you said your name was. That's right. I'm Freaks. It's really, it's, I'm really excited to be here. I'm just trying to get to know all the competitors. I really want a good, good match out there today. Right. Um, I kind of lower myself, but not necessarily in a demeaning way, but just in a way that we're, I'm not like towering down, looking down at him, mm-hmm. at them, and like just kind of get to like a little more reasonable of an eye level. He's just like wide smiles at you. Right, so, right, so, uh, freaks, is it, right? Um, That's me! You're right, so no, I mean, you, I'm not trying to poke holes in your plan, far be it me from me to do that, but, like, you are here to enter into the Solo's fighting thing, right? Yeah, it's because I tried to join the teams, but when um, they tried to assign me to the team battles, they kind of said that uh, none of the teams wanted me, so they kind of just defaulted me to the Solo's. Well, I know what that's like, you know. Um, always picked last and whatnot. But uh Yeah. It's alright. Um I mean, alright, if we make it through this, and I'm sure we will, um I have now, out of character, just realized I doomed this character to die. Um <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, freaks. <laughs> <laughs> right, so if we do get through this, I'm all for you know, we could we can catch up. We can, you know, have you ever been to Bussins? I haven't. Yeah, no, we could all meet up at Straight Bussins and have some of that delightful poultry that he's got. 
Oh, that sounds awesome. I, I usually get kicked out of restaurants for being too loud. So so hopefully he's okay with that. I mean, right. It is an outdoor cart thing. Oh, that's perfect. Right. I guess you can be as loud as you want. Just don't go. No! He starts like running around in a circle around you with his hands up cheering. Here, take right. this. I'm just going to hand him the little screaming stone. <laughs> he stares at it and is like, he's silent. He, he looks oh. at you. Throw it. And just toss it up. But it's, but I like it. It'll come back it's down. Right. You can just catch it. That's how gravity uh, works. He weakly tosses it up in the air and he falls down. Into... Yay! He's just like cheering as he just tosses it up and down. Uh, and it's at this point that... <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Gaga comes back on the sound here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and get started with the one-on-one -on -one tournament. Looks like everyone's signed up and ready to go. Uh, here's the bracket. Uh, you see... Uh, Everyone's names come up. You see that there are only eight competitors in the solos, uh, so five other than you guys. Um, and you see, right? The the first match um, is Freaks versus Joko. Uh, oh no! The second match, <laughs> Fred Cookies versus Freetel the Grievous. The third match, Ash versus Professor Incident, and the fourth match, <laughs> Valcord versus Palister Downspout. Valcord. Uh, Valkorg. Valkorg. Yeah. Uh, you look around, and the only thing that you could possibly think this is the name of, you see a, an N, just like with a oh, club uh, in either hand. Uh, just, uh, there's not. Great. Great. Yeah, no, I love this for me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're small. You see Freaks. <laughs> Thanks, Ash. Goes, no problem. All right. Well, I guess I'm first. Wish me luck out there, guys. Uh, you got um, this, bud. Yeah. No. All right. Freaks, you got this. And I give him Bardic the... Inspiration. Freaks, <laughs> Bardic. I oh, give yeah. one um, use of Bardic to Freaks. Okay. I'm, I'm also going to cast, Um, what is it? Where is it? Freaks. Yeah, we're, we're going to buff him. Oh my god. Can't wait to I see out of character what I've done. So. I can't wait to see him turn into an explosion of blood and viscera. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. Um Shield of Fate. Oh, we're gonna cast that on him. Okay, yeah. I'll give uh, him my infused longsword. Oh my god. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> oh this my poor god. little gobbo. I don't want him dead. Uh, he's, he's, like I lean over to Ash and just no, he's he's definitely gonna die, right? Oh, 100%. Right. All right. Well, I, I gave him some of my aura. You know, he'll be fine. Yeah, no, I, I gave him some inspirational words. Okay. I say that loud, it's a lot less intimidating, but, uh, but you know, I, I spoke to him, gave him a bit of a pet talk, is all. Um, okay. You see, you see, he takes like a little makeshift shield out of his, his backpack. Oh, no. He unbuttons his like uh, button up polo shirt, um, and you see like a little leather armor underneath it. Uh, you see, he, he takes out like um, a tiny little scimitar uh, and has it ready to go. He's got a short bow, like you could see underneath his backpack on the back. Oh no! And he goes, All right, oh, whew. it's been a while since I've been in the ring, so this is gonna be pretty fun. Uh, and he takes his position. You see that you guys are kind of guided off of the arena floor for a little bit into like this little like stand on the side of like Real the quick. ring. You said there was a weapon rack that people were gathered around, right? Yeah. Could I have like sifted through it to find some specific stuff? Yeah, absolutely. They they've got like basic weaponry. Yeah. What is there? Okay, basic weapon. Is there a heavy crossbow? Or am sure. I being too yeah. Old? yeah. Yeah. You can definitely yeah. take a heavy crossbow. Yes, please. What? Um. You 
So you see, you see him start doing like some stretches, some lunges, um, and then you see uh, Joko goes out in the ring. For some reason, he now has a cape, uh, and he tosses the cape into the crowd. Uh, there's no applause sign that goes off, but people start like applauding for him. Um, and Gaga goes, "All right, first match is underway. Looks like we're gonna have Freaks versus Joko," and people start cheering. Uh, ready, contestants, and begin. And now I'm gonna roll initiative between the two of them. <laughs> okay, oh so that's really good. That's really bad. Oh wow, that's actually really crazy. Um, so with a natural 19, uh, you see Freaks goes first. All right. Uh, Freaks takes a bonus action, hide. He jumps in his own backpack and <laughs> hops over. <laughs> hops mm-hmm. over. Joko. Where could uh, he be? <laughs> and he goes, surprise! And he jumps out and tries to stab at him uh, with his scimitar. I just imagine there's a, little wee! Wee! <laughs> there's a little wee in the backpack every time he bounces. Uh, you, you do hear the rock you gave him, like, wee, 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 just inside <laughs> the backpack. Uh, he's able to hit him with his attack. Uh, wow. This is unprecedented. Oh, Joko uh, doesn't just catch it between his pecs? He does not just catch it between his pecs. Uh, <laughs> one second. Uh, right. A bunch of purple symbols start floating around him. Yeah. Absolutely. He rolls well on damage. Uh, you see, he does a nine slashing damage. Oh, no. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> uh, and that's his whole turn. Um, and he goes, ah, surrender now. And you see Joko goes, Yowf. you have a long way to go before you can face this. And he flexes hard. Uh, and he goes, oh, no, oh, no. just starts launching into a complete flurry of blows here. Uh, you oh, see no. he launches three unarmed strikes down at this little thing. Uh, not good. First one is a natural 20. Um, mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> he throws a flurry of blows, and on the first aura, he punches Freak so hard his neck spins 180 degrees around. Uh, so the first one immediately kills Freaks. Uh, you see his head snaps 180, like you just said. Um, and as he falls to the ground, he launches into just punch after punch after punch <laughs> after punch after punch, um, completely making a bloody mess of this thing. Uh, Freaks is completely dead. His backpack is a bloody rag on the side of the arena. And you see he stands up and the platinum beautifully reflects off of his blood uh, as the oh, crowd so cheers. Uh, <laughs> as the crowd cheers and applause. <laughs> Uh, you see, like, a janitor comes out with, like, a bucket and just kind of, like, mops the blood up a little bit uh, and then takes, like, the legs that are left over and just kind of, like, drags them off of stage. Um, and that's the first round. You see uh, Gaga speaks up. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a first winner, Joko, coming in with a clear victory over Freaks done in one punch, really. That was something incredible. You said it, Gaga. That was something I haven't seen since the 1400s. That was absolutely crazy. Um, and everyone's just applauding. Uh, you see your name, Fred Cookies, uh, comes up uh, over Freetail the Grievous in like the hologram above you guys. Um, As you, Fred, guys, you are summoned into the arena. Um, um, guys, guys um, are, are, we, are we still okay about this? I mean, I know we signed up. Guys? Yeah. Guys? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I'm I'm not okay right now. Um, no, um, I mean I wasted the, one uh, daily use of okay. my bonic inspiration on that bloody pulp. Um, <laughs> um, 
Oh God. Um, I'm, I, I'm going to have to walk up there now. Right. Right. You will be Um, fine. There, there is no one who has the physical capacity to beat you to a bloody pulp. You will get knocked to the ground and they will, they cannot make it past your shell. You will be fine. Uh, you see that, uh, the guy that steps up is the Githyanki that you guys spotted with the giant sword. Just kind of like lifts the sword up and just holds it over his head as he stares off at the <coughs> uh, and then oh, he points oh, the sword directly at you, Fred. Oh, he's challenging me. Ooh. Yeah. Just make oh. sure that if he goes to swing at your neck, you turn so you can catch the blade on your shield. Because you know, neck's gonna be your most Ooh. vulnerable spot. And you'll be yeah. good. Right. Okay. Oh. All right. We're rooting for you, big guy. I'm gonna give you bardic inspiration. You know? <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. I am I'm I'm genuinely scared, but 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 he's challenging me in my pride. Hey, um, hey. Fred, um, Fred, Fred, listen, look here. I point to my spooky yeah. eyes. Look here, you're right here. You right. got this. You're strong. You're bigger than you're bigger and stronger than you think. And worst case, oh. you throw magic at him. Oh, hey, no, Fred, I throw you magic know. at me. I can heal myself. I'll do it. Right. I'll do it. You know, you got exactly. You throw the magic at you, or you know, whatever. And you know, just you got this. So I give you um bardic inspiration. Um, so you have a d6 you can use. Here and Fred, you don't like being alone, right? No, uh, I don't like being alone. Uh, I just here. rolled for like my like possible omen, and I just rolled. Oh, a mess. <laughs> oh good. Oh, good sign. Uh, get out of the way. Yeah. So right, get here, out of the way. Since you yeah. feel better with people here, and I'll just hold out like a handful of the small spiders. They're deactivated, but you can tuck them into your shell, so you don't feel like you're alone. Is Ooh, there okay. anything you want to cast on yourself before going into battle here, Fred? Oh my god, yes I do. I want to cast um, Shield of Faith on myself, okay. and that will give me a plus 2 AC, and then I also want to cast um, Spiritual Weapon. Uh, you create a floating spectral weapon within range that lasts for the duration or until the, you cast the spell again. When you cast the spell, you can make a melee attack uh, melee spell attack against a creature within 5 feet of the weapon on a hit. The target takes force damage equal to 1d8 plus your spellcasting modifier as a bonus action. When you turn, you can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack against a creature within 5 feet of you. What is your, so, what is your spiritual weapon? My spiritual weapon is Giant a cookie. whole bunch of small hammers. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, so like, you know, they all, these 20 <laughs> hammers, yeah, they all add up to that one amount of attack That's damage. so cute. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So you step on the stage. You have your spiritual weapon ready. Your shield yeah. of faith is active. Uh, and you see um, your competitor, Freetown. Glowing green. Looks at you and goes, so we fight into the death or we just knocking each other out? I'll let you choose. Well, um, you know, I, I'm, I, like, I like to put on a show. So, you know, if I'm dead, I, w- I won't be able to put on more shows. So... I would prefer it if we're honorable, you know, and just if we know we're going to end it. Just, just, just give it. me an answer, man. Like, you're. Hurry, I want to live, man. Sentences. God. All right. That's all <laughs> I need to hear. Uh, and he gets his sword back on his shoulder, spits on the ground, cracks his neck. Uh, and you hear the announcer goes, All right, folks, let's see what happens here. Fred Cookies versus Free Tell the Grievous and fight. Go ahead and roll initiative. Fred is imagining <laughs> this person or this creature in front of him as a giant cookie. Oh, God. Um, let's see. They should let's have see. a snapping turtle variant for Tortle. They where should. You get, like have a bite it. attack. Might so well. that's a very middle of the road 10 for initiative. Uh, what's your dex? Well, it would be a plus two. I rolled an eight. Plus two. This is going to be a roll off. He also. Oh. Uh, 
Oh my. Plus two. Roll so, initiative squared. Yes. Ooh, squared. All right, roll again. Here we go. Um, this time it's a uh, 19. You go first. Uh, so you see that he has his sword ready to go uh, over his shoulder. Uh, you're first to act. Okay, Fred's gonna, like, look at the way the sword is being held and attempt to, like, think and calculate what kind of moves can come down from the top over the shoulder. And then he's going to launch forward, step, like, just to the right and swing the hammer, as well as bring the, the spectral uh, hammers to the opposite side, flanking, and also lay into them. Uh, just standard, Sweet. beautiful hammer. That's a horrible attack with this hammer, but it is going to be... Oh, a 12. All right. Uh, that's going to miss, unfortunately. Yeah, I figured. And then uh, the little hammers, I believe they just do damage. I could be entirely nope. wrong. No, so you, you make an attack. attack. I yeah, do. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, here we go. For the hammers. Oh, that's marginally better. So that's going to be 15. Oh, you do have Bardic. I do have Bardic. I'm actually going to hold on to that. All right. Uh, that is going to miss. <laughs> uh -huh. the, the ghost <laughs> sitting on your shoulder that Alistair lent you whispers in your ear. It's me. Armin Armstrong. Actually, that's okay. Fun, fun little tidbit. Like because of my um, dark gift, I get the message cantrip for free. Except mm -hmm. whenever I use it, it's the voices of various ghosts relaying my messages rather oh, than me. God. So it actually is just a ghost, Armin Armstrong, whispering in Fred's ear. <laughs> hey, buck up! Your arms got this, man. Trust me, I would know. It's not the ghost of freaks. <laughs> no, I'm holding on to that one. <laughs> Yeah, no, Fred Fred is just he's shook. Fred is absolutely shook. All right. Well, that's gonna be it for your turn. Uh moving on to uh our friend here, uh Freetail. Uh Freetail is gonna go ahead, he takes his great sword and he's gonna try to swing at you twice. Mm -hmm. AC twenty-one. And he rolls a natural three and a natural two. Uh, so it just clank, clank, uh, right off your armor. You see that the you guys are hitting each other, but your armors are just kind of like parrying <laughs> each other's blows. You see, like this the is crowd is cool. just kind of getting impatient for a second. They're like, "Are they gonna? When's the blood coming out?" It's, you know? it's just two dudes swinging weapons back and forth. You just hear ting, ting, yeah. ting. <laughs> yeah, it's like a, a forge is going off right now, um, followed by like a hundred little tiny clings as his tiny hammer. Yeah, yeah, every time Fred hits, it's the, it's the sound of a gong and then like rain. Yeah, <laughs> boom. Uh, but it does go right back to you. Mm. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna continue the um just the the hammer attack plus the 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 little hammers. This time, this is an uh twenty one to hit with the big 21 hammer. One to hit is absolutely gonna hit. Nice and little hammers uh don't hit. They got a thirteen. Do you still have Bardic? I will remind you. Uh, yep, I'm still holding on to it. Okay, um, so go ahead and roll damage for your big hammer. Yes. That's going to be a grand total of seven bludgeoning damage. Seven bludgeoning, gotcha. All right, that hurts him a, a little bit. Uh, you see he like, wipes blood off. He goes, <laughs> stronger than you look. Well, you know, I, I, I got to win, man. Good luck. Uh, and he's going to come back at you. There's another two big old swings coming up from these great swords. That's a miss on the first one and a miss on the second one. Your armor is just taking it like a champ. You're just tink, tink. Uh, maybe, maybe I can do this. Maybe, maybe I can do this. Uh, and then he's going to bonus action. 
Uh, you see that he vanishes into a vortex uh, and appears 30 feet uh, ahead of you in the other direction, and he moves another 10 feet back. So he's 40 feet away from you right now. Following 30 feet back. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he does look like Shia LaBeouf for a moment, yes. <laughs> quiet, quiet. <laughs> that comes on the uh, the hologram. <laughs> hey, you see Gaga in the announcer and Stan just going, quiet, quiet. <laughs> Gnawing off your stump leg. <laughs> All right, so that's going to be back up to Fred. Uh, DM, is the floor I'm standing on, for lack of a better word, is it like sandy? Is it dirty? Yeah. Is it? It's sandy. sandy. It's dirty with some blood, but it's sandy. Right. Okay. Is it? Do you, Do you think today's weather made it extra dry or not so much? Uh, t- today's weather is the same as every other day's weather on the tower, which is perfectly controlled at a nice temperature. Hmm. Okay. Citywide AC. That's right. Mm, that actually sounds. Well, you don't really need clutch. AC, actually. No. <laughs> Star oh, city, no. citywide central heating. There you go. Okay. So after after seeing um this this daring escape, essentially, um, Fred is going to completely ignore the distance and instead get prone and attempt to start spinning himself. Like, <laughs> Faster and faster until he may or may not be able to kick up a dust cloud and create cover. You just bowsered. Oh my god. Um, what am I gonna make you roll for this? Uh, I don't know. Whatever you feel. I'm gonna man. make you roll a survival check. I feel like this is an innate turtle instinct. I guess. Like, is it the only thing I could think of? I go ahead and roll me a survival check. I guess. Sure. Here we see the turtle in their natural habitat, kicking up their defensive dust clouds when startled by predators. So, so imagine if that actually fucking happened. Something very um, ironic is that that's one of my highest uh, stats. Wow, okay. Yeah. I really thought intelligence was your dump. It's wisdom. No, wisdom. It oh, oh, that's right. I always get fucking confused. Yeah, but so many after, wisdom skills that should be intelligence. Is yeah, like vice versa. yeah, very yeah. strange. But after um, you know, uh, thinking as hard as he could, uh, Fred Fred got a solid ten. A ten. I'll say you're lightly obscured. You okay. Know? Nothing too crazy. Okay. Uh, and uh, is that my action, or is do I have a bonus action? What's the word? Uh, I will say that was your movement. My movement. Okay. Yeah. You were just using all your movement to spin in a circle. Got you. So now I am going to cast oh, Enhance Ability on myself. And we're going to choose the Bear's Endurance. And the target has advantage on Constitution checks. It also gains 2d6 temporary hit points, uh, which are lost when the spell ends. All right. And uh, you do lose Shield of Faith for this, correct? Because it's a concentration. Oh, you're right. I lost Shield of Faith when the target exploded. What are you talking about? This is... No, this but he's actually. Himself. This yeah. is um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna drop the shield of faith because I want the 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 green glow to go away. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that temp HP too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All so right. that's uh, we watch as the turtle drops their natural phosphorescent glow in hopes to confuse his predators. Often achieved through the rubbing of algae onto one shell. <laughs> when the hell did you two get up here? Uh, <laughs> well, oh right um when did we get up here <laughs> so, i climbed up I'll, here i'll be seeing i'll be seeing myself out then right like a little platform <laughs> comes up and like just 
<laughs> elevators you back down. Uh, <laughs> nice word. <Very> funny. <laughs> All right. So that was your action, right? Um, and then mm-hmm. for your bonus action, are you going to move your... I think you can move up to 20 feet for your uh, weapon. Do you want to start moving that towards him? No, actually. I'm going to keep that generally around me. Uh, how how big is this dust cloud, if it's anything to be I'll made I'll say of? it's like a five-foot radius around you. So, like, all the squares around you are lightly obscured. Okay, so it's a 15 by 15 uh, foot cube, essentially. Yes. Or dome. Cube. Okay, got it. Thank you. No problem. All right, so he's going to go. Uh, you see that he uh, drops his sword, puts his hands together, and starts concentrating. Uh, I'm going to need you to make me a strength saving throw. Whoops, picked the wrong enhance ability. <laughs> Don't you have advantage on these while you're in I'm your sorry, shell? sorry, it is a strength check, not a saving throw. You didn't go into his shell. I did not go into my shell. I still, but I do oh. have an AC of 21. Oh, you're not in your oh, shell. No, no. You're just on the no, ground crawling in a circle. Yes, yeah. and I, my AC is back to 19 because I dropped the shield of faith. Okay, um, that's a nat one DM. You, as you're like slowing down from the spin, um, feel yourself kind of get like weightless for a second. Like you feel like you're in your groove, Whoops. you know? Like, <laughs> oh man, like you're totally fine. And then you notice as like your eyes start to readjust from spinning so much, the ground is getting further away. Uh, and you find yourself restrained 30 feet up in the air uh, as he stands there looking at you, like holding his hands up, uh, kind of like force gripping you. That's it for his turn, though. Uh, you are currently restrained and 30 feet up uh, in the air, suspended. It is back to you. Okay. Um, Fred is, I believe, going to... Restrained is not stunned. So no. I can still technically move my limbs. So I'm going to tuck into my shell. Gotcha. Uh, as an action, you pop into your shell. Yep. Uh, and... Anything for your bonus? Um, at this point, Fred understands the situation that he's in, and he, he will start moving the the swords uh, closer. Uh, not swords. Uh, hammers. <laughs> Multiple hammers uh, closer to um, our our friend, our target. Gotcha. He can't really go anywhere further than where he went um because that's just the length of the arena so he has to stay within about 40 feet of you so you could probably make it there uh at your next turn uh, yeah i was gonna say that's the but it's about what it, i'd be able to do okay uh so on the top of his turn uh he is going to launch a um psychic blast from his forehead at you uh he's got advantage because you're restrained oh good thing he has advantage oh he rolled really well um he went from a 1 to a 19 on the die, so that's 24 to hit. 24 to hit. Well, I do have a 23 as my AC right now, so gosh darn it. All right. Well, he's going to hit you with this telekinetic blast. You feel it, like, shake your shell, uh, and you take 7, not much, 7 damage. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, 10 damage, force damage, as he pff, impacts you. Go ahead and give me a concentration check on uh, enhanceability. You do have advantage okay. because of your... Yeah, my shell. No, because of your uh, spell. Because of enhanceability. Oh. Alistair, okay. part of me feels like it would have been fun watching you do this fight. Really? Yeah. What is that? I, feel like a, I don't know. It's just a lot of his abilities seem very similar to yours. I mean, he's been all kinds of like psychic and stuff. I'm just a medium and have a large extended ghost family. You would not consider being a medium being psychic? I mean, it's a little different. I don't do all that, like, wibble-wobbly, my third eye bullshit. Will we get in the concentration check? <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, 17. No, you do, you do other 17. kinds of bullshit, huh? Uh, 17, you're fine. 
Right. All right. So yeah. uh, that's it for his turn. At the end of his turn, you fall. You're no longer restrained, but you fall down 30 feet. Uh, so you're going to take another 3d6 damage. Whoops. Uh, you take 12 additional bludgeoning damage as you hit the ground. Give me another concentration check. Oof. Oh my gosh. This time it's going to be 12. You're fine. Uh, and it is your turn. You're currently prone in your shell on the ground. Nice. So I'm really dead in the water. That's what you're telling me. Uh, the impact, you know, it, you have like the lightly obscured area. It doesn't really do too much. But, uh, oh, you also do have advantage because of uh, you're in your shell for con uh, constitution. I didn't realize. Mm -hmm. but, okay. Uh, yeah. So I guess nothing. I'm just going to get out of my shell and then move the hammers to attack. All right. Roll to attack. That would be a 16 <laughs> to hit. That does hit. <laughs> okay. <Cons bro. laughs> so that would be, let's see here. Six points of bludgeoning damage. I think oh! it's damage for yes. Uh, but no problem. He takes that. Oh, yeah. That's He's right. He's pretty hurt. Sorry. Uh, it looks like he, he can only take so much of that. Um, that's it for your turn. Uh, it's going to go back up to him. I need you to make another strength uh, saving throw for me. Okay. This time it's going to be a 19. You succeed. You feel that his telekinetic grip is trying to tighten around you. Uh, but he cannot properly control you this time. You kind of just shake it off um, and break through. Uh, that's all he can do for his action this turn. Uh, gonna go back to you. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna start running at the target. Got you. Uh, you're currently forty feet away still. Uh, you can make it to thirty. Yep. And then we're going to tell our beautiful spiritual weapon of hammers to attack again. Gotcha. Uh, DM, that's a nat twenty. Nice. Uh -huh. Go ahead. Roll 2d8s, then. Get that shit going. Well, uh, first one was a six. Second one was a one. <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> fine. We're looking at a total of 10 damage. He's looking real hurt right now. Uh, looks like he's kind of on his last legs. Um, as oh, wow. you do this, let me just make sure. He's... Okay, he's fine. Cool. Uh, he's still concentrating on his telekinesis that he has going. Um, that goes back up to him. Anything for your action, because that was just your bonus action, your movement. Yeah. Um, we're going to... <laughs> we're going to do this. We're going to create some food and water. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's going to be a whole bunch of cheese wheels, exactly 45 pounds worth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my God. We're playing with Skyrim physics. <laughs> yeah. Can we just... Um... 45 pounds worth of cheese. <laughs> Just so I can see it. Wow. Okay. It's a lot of uh, cheese. Yeah. Let me look Got up it. on Google real quick. 45 pound impact on human neck. Wait, are you dropping it on him or are you using it as like cover? Oh, God. Let me read this just to be exact. Okay. You create 45 pounds of food and 30 gallons of water on the ground or in oh, containers Lord. within range. Just to uh, wash that cheese down. Oh, it has to be on the ground, so you can't yes, actually that's, drop it yeah. on his Enough head. Enough to sustain up to 15 humanoids or five steeds for 24 hours. Yep. Food is bland. Not the cheese. Right. <laughs> uh, but okay. you make kind of like a tower of cheese in front of you, um, and this, I'm going to say, gives you half cover against him right now. And then on top of that, the the water, is it just like in a giant puddle, or did it like come out and like kind of like tidal wave him, or what? What, what what are you what are you ruling here? Did Fred just uh, use water gun? I guess. <laughs> hey, he's gone. I'll 
I'll say that the area becomes difficult terrain as it becomes mud. Sure. So going around the tower is going to be difficult for him. Uh, he's just going to have to take the half cover or not. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, great. Uh, that's that's the turn. And it's going to go over to him. Uh, he's just going to quizzically look at you. Uh, and then... Uh, Alright. Uh, I could say this never happened to me before. Uh, let me see here what he's going to do. I just want to make sure I can do this. Is this an action? Yes, it is an action to do that. All right, so he's not going to do that. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. He's instead just going to try to, um, I guess, I'm going to give him an athletics check to try to just barge through the cheese. <laughs> uh, he picks his sword up the ground and it goes, just tries to crash through the cheese tower you've created. Uh, 17, I'm going to say he's able to do it, and he just barely gets to you, but he's now covered in cheese. Um, oh, I'm gonna stink for like three weeks, man. Fuck you. And he's gonna take two swings at you. Uh, first one's gonna hit with a 23. Yeah. Second one's gonna miss with a 10. Mm. This is the first time you're actually taking this greatsword damage. So the greatsword digs into you and you feel like a headache come on as it cuts through you. Um, it just gets right in between some of your armor and your shell. Uh, and you end up taking... Give me one second here. Ooh, it's a good roll. Uh, you're gonna take 16 damage. Uh, 13 slashing damage and three psychic damage. Oof. How's how's uh Fred looking? Well, I um I haven't felt this way in a long time. Ooh. Well, uh, sorry, I guess, but I'm I'm gonna knock you out, man. So just stand still. And he like brings back his sword for his next turn, but that's it for his turn. It's gonna go to you. Knock him out, Fred. <laughs> well, you know what? This time it's different because I I have I have my friends on on my same side this time. And, yeah, uh, that's right, gonna... big fella. You see Freaks, the ghost, is underneath you, cheering you on. You see Fred, like, twitches in horror and also <laughs> in comfort. And, um, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna take another swing with his, his great hammer. Cool. That's a 20 to hit. That hits. Roll some damage. Nice. Some dismage. <sighs> it's gonna be a total of seven bludgeoning damage. Fred, how do you do this? Well... After that heroic line of friendship, he uh, definitely squints his eyes to just barely able to see the light through them. But to everyone else, you can definitely understand that he can see. Um, and he comes over the top with his hammer and specifically aims for like debilitating areas. He does not off this this uh, combatant in front of him and uh, it essentially in incapacitates him. Awesome. Uh, you clock him across the chin. You break his jaw, but he just goes unconscious uh, as he falls down to the ground. Sword clatters. The crowd uh, uh, starts cheering. Fred! Fred! Uh, Fred! Fred! Cookies! 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 Yeah. Fred! 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 You see the crowd starts throwing cookies into the ring? Oh my oh, god, it's no. cookies! Oh no, it's cookies! Oh, it's cookies! It's cookies everywhere! I gotta get always, cookie, 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 cookie. always going medic. Always going medic. Oh no. Do we, do we go Fred, in there? Like, running everywhere, um, trying to pick no. up as many things as he can. I, I think we let him burn this one off on his own. He's lost his mind. He'll I'm honestly a little scared to touch him, so yeah. Exactly, I'm fine with that. right, exactly that. I mean, plus, I mean, he'll get a tummy ache and he'll get over it. <laughs> Alright, so that concludes this match. You see Gaga goes, and the wind goes to Fred! People start cheering. Uh, as you collect your cookies and, like, some guy comes and starts guiding you off stage because it takes uh, you so before... long. Before... 
before I do go off stage, Fred does go over to our incapacitated friend and like puts a hand on his chest and does um what is it spare the dying uh on this individual. You see, kind of like eyes like glazed over. He still like opens them a bit. He goes, ah, "Good guy. Hope to see you out there, man. Good fight." Ooh, it was it was the honorable thing. Uh, the cheese cushioned the fall, actually. So thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was Fred laughing. Yeah, uh, you see, like they come out with a stretcher and bring him, bring him away. Uh, mm. And next on the tournament bracket, you see, uh, we have ourselves. Uh, I believe it's Ash and Professor Incident. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so Ash, you're called up on stage. Uh, is there anything you want to do before going up on stage? Uh, mm, that is a good question. I think before I go. No, I'll just sit for now. We'll just we'll just walk in as is. Um, Ash, Ash just strolls in casually. Gosh, Fred's going to cast a shield of faith on him. This doesn't bear repeating, but I mean, you got this, right? I mean, Bardic. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but thank you. Steal a shield of faith this, and, uh, Fred. Fred just like touches your, your chest and with, with like a solemn gaze, just like. Mm. You don't got it. You're going to burn through your spells. No, you got to play Joko after this, remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. He's gonna fight. Oh, no. We're going to wind up having to fight each other. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. Don't burn all. <laughs> don't burn all two of your spell slots. Oh, uh, how dare you! And I'm gonna walk out, uh, <laughs> knocking an arrow into this new. Cro- not one arrow, but I'm gonna knock an arrow into this crossbow and like slap a makeshift clip that I've already in like tinkered and created in the back room while I was watching Fred fight and just slap it into the underside of the crossbow to make it semi-automatic and just oh, walk sick. out. Uh, awesome. Which is to say, I have I've activated my repeating shot infusion on it. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, All right. So, uh, you see on the other side of the arena, um, a mage with giant goggles on, uh, that are oversized for their face. He, he um brings his goggles up a little bit, and there's like tan lines underneath. Uh, you see like a bandaged nose. You see actually as you look at him, there's bandages all over his body. Uh, from you can only assume are accidents that he's had in the lab. Uh, and he speaks over to you and goes, Ah, you shall do nicely. I have many different abilities I'd like to test out today. Okay, that's weird. Uh, you look like you were already fucked up, so I was gonna hit you with the flat side of the blade, but if you do anything that's, like, seriously harmful, uh, that head is coming off of your shoulders. Interesting. Aggressive when provoked. He takes out a little clipboard and starts writing some notes. Yeah, okay. Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Worth noting before you jump in, like Bardic, and I have also the magic inspiration. So if you do cast a spell that restores hit points or deals damage, uh, you can actually add the Bardic inspiration to that roll as well. Ooh, very nice. Uh, I'll keep that in mind if I end up casting cure wounds on myself. Right. Likewise uh, to you, Fred. If you do cast some sort of healing spell, you can add that d6 for the next like nine minutes. So uh, you good. see that this guy uh, takes like one of his teeth and you see uh, he like hooks a wire through it from around his neck and then rips the tooth out and it like hangs yeah. around his uh, neck as it's like his mouth is bleeding a little bit. And he like holds onto the tooth and you see him kind of like grow in strength a little bit um, as like from the tooth, like these dark shadowy vines erupt around his chest and cover his body and. Uh, and his voice changes. All right, let's get started. Um, and you hear above. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got our next match. We have Ash versus Professor Incident. And fight! 
Uh, and go ahead and roll initiative. I roll really well. <laughs> Lucky oh, me, Ash is incredibly dexter- dexterous. Uh, it's a seven. Uh, <laughs> you somehow beat him. Oh. Uh, so you are first to act. You, you are hmm. about 30 feet apart. Okay, I'd like to get a read on these these tendrils that cover him. Does it seem to change his physique and swell him up, or is it just covering him like some kind of uh, armor? It looks like it's more like covering him like armor. Okay, cool. Uh, so Ash is going to do what he has been trained to do when fighting a spellcaster solo, and is going to immediately close, uh, pull out his sword, and go for a gut stab. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fucking gut him. I have like, the heavy. He sees you with a heavy crossbow. He's like, ah, range, my favorite area. Yeah. And Ash immediately just like takes one step forward, puts the crossbow onto his back, and in ha- another half step later is in front of the dude with a long sword, long sword like tip against his stomach. Wait, holy shit, I did see that. Uh, it's a 19 to hit. That hits. Okay. Uh, that, oh shit. Uh, that is going to be 12 points of piercing damage. Or 12 points of slashing because it's a longsword. That hurts him. Uh, you see, like, some vines, like, snap as you cut through them. He starts bleeding a little bit from the gut. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and twist the blade in his stomach and uh, make another attack with the sword. Gotcha. Uh, that's a 16 to hit. That does hit. That's another eight points of slashing damage. My God, you are roasting this guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> and uh, then as a... No, as ahead. a bonus action, Bone is going to clamber up off of my back, <laughs> just like smile at the little at the guy, and then bite into his neck. Wait, what is this thing? Uh, oh, that's my this is that's Bone. Uh, let me let me pull up Bone's stab block. Uh, that's gonna be a total of where the fuck is it? Uh, twenty to hit, dirty twenty. That does hit. <laughs> oh boy. Well, <laughs> seven the- points of force damage. Seven points of force damage. My God, oh my God. Uh, he's looking so hurt already. Uh, Twenty-seven just points in one round from the gut and the neck as he just like. <laughs> <laughs> you can oh forfeit, and I will heal you. If you forfeit uh, now, I will patch you up a little bit. He, he kind of like eyes over at the judges, and he goes, "Ah, fuck you!" And he's gonna okay. You anyways. Um, he's going to uh. You see, at the beginning of his turn, the vines kind of dig into his stomach and start to heal him a little bit. Mm. Uh, and he heals some HP back. Ooh, that's fun. Um, <laughs> and he's going to then go ahead, and he's going to whip this vine around you, like try to get it around your neck. Um, and attack. Uh, that's a 20 to hit. That does hit. All right. This is going to be a decent amount of damage here. Okay. You take, uh, where is it? 11 piercing damage. Okay. Is that all? And nope. Thank you for checking. Um, <laughs> you take 20 poison damage. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cast Absorb Elements as a reaction. Ooh, nice. Uh, so so that, halves to, that halves to 10. So I take a total of 21 total over the turn. Gotcha. Uh, and um, as I take that damage, I'm going to go ahead. Oh, wait. Uh, is it a reaction? It is a reaction. So never mind. I can't do that. Gotcha. Um, and. As a bonus action, he's going to take out uh, a little ant and squish it in his hand and then use a reaction to when a creature other than itself drops to zero HP is going to make it expand and target you with a poison cloud. So make a DC 13 constitution saving throw. Oh no, con save. Not like I'm an artificer or anything. Uh, oh no, con save. Um, <laughs> it's a total of 11. 
Uh, you do have bardic inspiration. Oh, I do have bardic. Uh, yeah, fuck it. We'll use it now. Why not? Yeah, dude, you got this. Says be the a little freaks in your ear. <laughs> be a little fucked up to use it against Alistair later. Uh, so that's a total of seventeen. That passes the save. Uh, you would have been poisoned, so you yeah poisoned. You got this um, new mercury for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> You're poisoned. You got this, we got this. <laughs> Uh, I, that's it. I have drunk in the draft of immortality. You cannot kill me. <laughs> Where'd you get that? Uh, that's it for his turn. It's back up to you. Oh, fun. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to stab him again. Uh, okay. And I have the extra damage from Absorb Elements now, which isn't much. It's just an extra D6 of poison. Well, uh, I will say he is immune to poison damage. Uh, so damn. it's not going to oh, well. actually affect him. That's still a 20 to hit. Definitely hits. Uh, that's going to be another eight points of slashing damage. Got it. He's looking hurt. One more attack. 18 to hit. <laughs> it's uh, 11 points of slashing damage. Uh, you see he's knocked to zero HP. He goes unconscious. As he falls down, the vines dig deeper into him, and Death Ward activates, bringing him back up to one HP as he <gasps> takes another deep breath, and he's still standing there, staggering back and forth. So Bone's going to make an attack. <laughs> <laughs> you can't kill me! Oh, damn. That's just a total of nine to hit. Uh, that does miss, unfortunately. Uh, anything else I can do? I don't think so, because I don't have Daedra. I don't have the Edenews. Yeah, that's it. All right, so he is going to, uh, immediately as he like stands back up, he swats uh, Daedra away, uh, or Bone away, um, and heals a little bit back that HP as the vines dig into him a little bit and pump him full of life. Uh, and then he's going to try to whip you again with a vine uh, for 17 to hit. Uh, I'm going to cast shield as a reaction. Uh, and then that's it. That's all he can do. Uh, he can't get another ant out this turn. So he uh, tries to whip you. You cast shield. You deflect his whip. <sighs> Impossible. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to fucking stab him again. <laughs> <laughs> we at least have banter. No, Nat's winning. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, dang. <laughs> Oh my uh, God. 14 points of slashing damage. Uh, are you doing non-lethal or lethal damage? I'm fucking killing him at this point. <laughs> Describe how you finish this guy off. Uh, I walk up first, like, as soon as the fight starts and I see him cast the magic, I'm up in front of him, slam the sword into his gut, twist it, bone is, like, digging into his neck. His little tendrils, like, hook into my back, and I just don't even flinch as I hook my shoulder into his and start pushing back 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 and slam him into the wall with my sword and just take it like to finish him off as the death ward activates i take a small step back pull out the crossbow just pop him in the head once the crowd's just like oh everyone's like crowing going insane they thought that was gruesome display of violence um comparatively to the last fight uh Just two very honorably, like, you know, two men just going at it to uh, this brutal display. Um, I warned him. I pulled my sword out. (laughs) I just Uh, pulled my sword out. I fucking warned him. (laughs) You see, like, he has one last breath of air, and he goes, my final incident. And he just... I kick kick sand in his ass. Walk (gasps) away. (laughs) Dead. Um, You see people come over and start cleaning up the area. Ladies and gentlemen... Ash is our winner! And people start cheering. Um, and uh, you make your way off stage. And finally, uh, oh, Valgorg versus Ballastair Downsprout! Downspout! Uh, and people start cheering for you guys. Yeah, you see Alistair just kind of look around blankly for a minute. Who? 
Right. Me. me. Right. That's right. Me. Yeah. Yeah. You got it, man. Wink. Um. I'm gonna before going in use a pack slot to cast Armor of Agathis at a second level to give myself ten temporary HP. Gotcha. Um. And if anyone hits me with a melee attack, they take ten cold damage. Um. I cannot inspire myself, so it's <laughs> cool. Um. Right. So um. Fred, it's all right. Save your spell slots. You're gonna need them against Joko. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. But I, I just wanted to go up and, and give you a nice pat on the back, and and all, and all of your your friends too, because I, I know sometimes you're like staring off, and I'm just like I don't know where you're staring at, but it looks like you're not alone, you know. And I just wanted yeah, no, to make like, sure that they feel yeah, the same way like, too. Literally, there's like hundreds of ghosts around here. That's usually oh, wow. off at. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah, okay. Didn't you hear Armin speaking in your ear before? Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, that was Armin Armstrong. He was speaking oh. in your ear. Oh, God you bless you. use that pep talk. So, um, right. Anyway, yeah. uh, I'm going to go fight Etten now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you see this lumbering Etten, two-headed orc uh, ogre, um, marching up uh, onto the stage. And you see one of them looks like a very like clear-headed muscle, muscle head. Uh, he's got shaved head, big muscles um on his side of the body uh and he's not wearing a shirt and has like a little loincloth on his side and then the other half of the body is in full punk gear uh you see like um half of a like jean jacket with patches all over it the head <laughs> has a bunch of piercings on his ears his mouth his eyebrows his nose uh, he's covered in piercings he's got tats all up uh there's like a big a tattoo on his like left bicep <laughs> Uh, and he goes, Val, I keep telling you, man, we don't got to join the system. We can go down and we don't need to be here. These guys are right. fucking assholes. This guy gets it. Uh, right. It, no, you should listen to Gorg, I assume. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm Gorg. Uh, and you see Val goes, oh, but I hit things up here. He goes, oh, my God, I hate this guy. Fuck. Sorry about this, man. He's got a better, no, it's, it's, uh, it's a right. I mean, this is a completely fair distribution of challenge ratings. Uh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it makes me feel better. He's going to have to convince me every round to actually attack you. Uh, oh, so all there's, right. There's I a mean, pretty that's... good chance that I'm just not going to, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that's right. kind of a I mean, chance. I mean, again, uh, I, do, I do not want to die, so I am going to attack. It's nothing personal. Right, no. If you could just not kill us, I'm gonna make sure he doesn't kill you. Like, I'll yeah, just hold no, back that's completely fair because I mean, cool. you take up a lot of space, and even in as a ghost, you'd be, you know, you'd be. Just so you know, the the entire time I'm gonna be saying, "Hey, we forfeit," and it's not gonna count because I'm only half of us. But you know. <laughs> oh uh, right. Okay. Yeah. Good luck out there. If I if you can convince this guy to say I forfeit at any point, I think you win. So just keep that in mind. Because I don't want right, to hear. Okay. Yeah. No. I, I think I, I think I pick up what you're putting down. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. He he reaches out his hand to fist bump you before the fight. Yep. <laughs> I fist bump back. <laughs> like you just get like one knuckle of his. Like it's just huge hand. Yeah. Just... Uh, he goes. All right. Well, uh, I forfeit. I forfeit. Hello. And he just starts waving at the red. <laughs> <laughs> um. But with that, uh, you see, uh, Gaga up above uh, goes. All right. Valkorg versus Bellastare! Fight! Uh, and roll initiative. Uh, they're going to roll with disadvantage because one of them does not want to be there. All right. Um, I got a 14. 
points. And they got in seven. So you are okay. first um, Right then. So uh, I'm going to use um, first level spell slot to cast command okay. um, on Val. Um, DC 15 wisdom save. DC 15 <laughs> wisdom save. Okay. He does have an ability called two heads where he has advantage on these. Right. Um, but I'm going to cancel out the advantage because one of the heads is totally down for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fail. It's a quit. I quit. Uh, you know, <laughs> he quits. I quit too. We quit. We quit. We're done. Uh, <laughs> and immediately the referee's wow. like, uh, "That's match." And he, <laughs> you hear the crowd just go boo and well, start throwing. Right, like, fuck all of you then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys. I don't want to be here. Fuck this. And, and right, and I don't want to be in butts, Mia. So he's just like, oh man, I wanted to hit things. It just starts walking off. It's all right. Hey, hey, you know what? If if we come out on top of this, and I know you don't necessarily want to be part of the system, but you you can be part of my crew. I got you. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep that in mind, man. It, it's it's about this guy. If you can convince him, there's stuff to hit. He's kind of oh, yeah, more no, in control I'm... of the body than I am. Yeah, no, that's fair. But you know, it's all right. Yeah. Well, good fight. <laughs> yeah. No, that was that was. Good. Thanks for yeah. doing that so fast. Honestly, I wasn't expecting yeah. that. No, Maybe I mean exactly. Happy. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, no, appreciate that. I just didn't, you know. Again, so, your bloody smear. I'm so, literally one eighteenth your size. Alistair walks off completely <laughs> unscathed from his fight. Um, <laughs> I. So the thing was with this, the mechanics of him were gonna. Like, <laughs> you would have. <laughs> Right, if this was like a real end, but because of that, you played it very well. So good job. Yeah, no, I had a hunch as soon as you said, like, I don't want to be here. I'm like, oh, I got this. Anyone, <laughs> anyone but Alistair. Yeah. yeah, Ash should be dead. Ash might oh, yeah. be dead. Fred might be dead. Um, Fred, Fred I didn't know you had command. So, dead. Uh, Ash's only solution would have been to cut the fur. Would have been to cut Val's head off. Kill Val. Um, <laughs> just kill right, Val. Turn the... them into a huge human. That's the first round of the bracket. Um, <laughs> and you see now Fred Cookies and Joko come up on the bracket. And you see right. Joko has another new cape as he walks up on stage. Right. Um, oh, right. man. Fred, All right. let, here's what let's do. Yeah, you yeah. Go out there. Mm -hmm. Hit him really fucking hard. Oh, yeah, I can do that. Uh -huh. Fred, in the interim, I'll say you had probably about like not a full like short rest. I'll say like you yeah, have probably about like twenty minutes uh, in between okay. like clearing of the rounds and stuff. Is there anything you want to cast in that twenty minutes of time? Maybe to heal yourself, to buff yourself, anything like that. Sure. So let's see. Ritual casting is ten minutes, so I can do two free spells essentially. Um, I am going to cast. Where is it? Rare of healing and up to six creatures of choice that you can see within range. Uh, each regain hit points equal to 2d8. Uh, your spellcasting modifier. So I also do this to um, Ash as well. Yeah, this is D6 to that. This is um, yeah, you could, yeah, we're gonna add the D6 as well. Um, and I cast it twice. So instead of it being 2d8, it's gonna be 4d8 and then plus and six. Six. Right. Wow. All right, roll it. Let's see. One, three, five is eight. That's, there we go. That's uh, 15. 
Jesus. All right. There we go. Uh, 15 plus 8. That's 23. Yeah. 23 plus 6 plus was a D6, right? Yep. That's right. You're at 29 so far. Plus another 4. So that's 33. 33 (laughs) Uh, Wow. I think you guys are both healed to max, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm healed to max. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what is your prayer? What, what does it look like? Yeah, no. So essentially you see Fred kind of just like sit down in like the most monk way possible and um, kind of just like put their, their hands together and you see it, it starts to glow green. And it's that's like for a good five minutes. And then it gets to like a, a critical point and he um, slams both hands down like he's prostrating himself. And it, instantly a whole bunch of words in a circular ruin just like get written on the the floor and this is this happens over him as well as excuse me under him as well as under ash and like a green like cylinder right raises up from this and it it gives this beautiful healing aura awesome Uh, all the cookies around you float uh in the air spiraling around (laughs) you as you're doing this beautiful Um, oh that closes puncture wounds a lot better than staples All right. So you walk out onto the field at this point, I assume, um, mm-hmm. and you see, uh, you see Joko uh, oh. put his hand out to you. Yes, I have given him my last bardic inspiration. Got it. Um, right. As he's about to go out there, just another bardic him for you. Real fucking hard. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do it. Tell him that magician's red's way better. Ooh. Wait, you said <laughs> wait. What did you say? Use magician walking out. Yeah, no. Magician's red is a better color than Starlight Platinum. Magician's Ooh. Fred. <laughs> Magician's Fred. Okay, I'll tell him Magician's Fred. I mean, yeah, close enough. <laughs> uh, you see his like eyebrow like flinches a little bit, um, <laughs> as it clearly gets to him ever so slightly. Uh, and he puts his hand out to you, and then puts one leg up in the air, the other arm around his head in like a full N. Um, throwing his head back at like a full 90 degree angle um with his hips thrusted forward uh and for a moment you see like a secondary version of himself behind him even more ripped just for a moment and then it flashes away and he goes come fred let me show you exactly what i meant on the line and put it all and he shifts his pose again to like look like a j and he goes on the line and you hear like his fans go, yes, woo! Just like cheering like crazy uh, from the stands. Yeah, Why and then as all of that was happening, uh, Fred was casting a spiritual weapon at a third level. Awesome. So that also happened. Uh, and as your hammers appear there, you square off against Joko. We are going to end our session there. Silhouetting oh. Fred. Yeah. Dun dun. Uh, as we leave it off of that cliffhanger. But uh, thank you guys so much for the session. I hope you guys enjoyed our little tournament here. I'm very happy you guys went with the one-on-ones. Uh, yeah. They're very fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Freaks put me was very fun to play for the two seconds he lived. That's um, right. He'll live on. <laughs> next le- With my next level, he will live on. <laughs> I, I went full just general goblin stats. Just a quarter challenge rating. Uh, of course you did (laughs) oh man so very glad we put resources into him um (laughs) i can't inspire it's fine what was i gonna do with that extra bardic inspiration you know what you're right (laughs) you just need to freak out a bit that's all um (laughs) 
So yeah, thank God. you guys so much for uh, playing. I'm looking forward to the next session that we get to continue and see who comes out on top. Yeah, absolutely, Cam. I I always have fun with you. Fucking awesome. Oh shucks. Aww. Yeah. This is Eli signing off. Uh, this is Evan. We're going away. <laughs> Bye. This is Tom taking my leave. Oh. <laughs> and this is Cam uh, stealing Tom's leave for himself. No, my leave. <laughs> <laughs>